You name my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> I'm in so many, like, Twilight Facebook groups, and they always have, like, they call her, like, rumpled stilt skin, or, like, <laughs> all kinds of shit. It's so funny. Hi, my kitten name is Renesme. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, I'm surprised you know that, since you haven't watched. I've never seen the Twilight movies, but I see You're some of the- out. Yeah, right. I see some of the funny stuff on TikTok. On that TikTok app. TikTok. TikTok. Have you but seen yeah. the TikTok shop? No, because I'll read the reviews. And one, so there was this perfume I was looking at. And mm-hmm. everyone's like, it smells so amazing. Like the people on the video. And then you read the reviews and was like, my bottle showed up empty. And I was like, what? It's just the bottle. Yeah, so I, n- I never shop off TikTok, but I'll get on Timu. Uh, okay, so someone at work told me about the TikTok shop, and I got on it, and I was like, all this stuff, these are the same pictures from Timu. Are these, is it not the same thing? I don't know. We'll see. I haven't bought anything from TikTok shop, but we'll see. And okay. period. All right, folks. This is the Tipsy Taze. We are on season... Is this season four? I think so. I cannot tell you. <laughs> I do not recall. I, um, I do not recall. <laughs> I think it's season four. Guess what? At the end of this month, so this will come out October 1st. At the end of this month, we'll be at this for one year. Did you know that? We no, started- I didn't. Halloween of last year. Did we? Yeah, we did. That's actually so. I've never stuck it's something our out for a year. Oh my god, Tyler, um, we should go out and Tyler. celebrate. Whatever. <laughs> he doesn't count. He doesn't listen to this, so I can talk <laughs> shit. Yeah, Ronnie doesn't listen either. He listened to one episode and he was like, um, it's alright, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> We we have the most supportive partners. One is severely autistic. The other is just an asshole. Guess which is which? Yes! <laughs> God damn it. So anyway, um, we are officially in spooky season and almost a year of our uh-huh. our podcast anniversary. So today oh we have such a super a super special story which i'm sure everyone sort of knows about but guess what you better get some facts coming your way right okay so today we are we are in february of 1692 which, fun fact, is just 200 years after Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I was about to say, when did Columbus... I thought it was like 17-something. <laughs> 1492. Oh, 1492. Yes! You, you don't remember the rhyme? You know what, Taylor? Sorry I'm an ally and I don't keep track of genocide people. <laughs> We're canceling Unlike you. Columbus Day. 
It's Indigenous People Day. Hashtag um, yes. Taylor Duckworth su- supports <gasps> Columbus. I do not. You heard it here first. <laughs> Live from Indianapolis. <laughs> the tipsy taste. Taylor Duckworth is a genocide sympathizer. No, I'm not. Alright, so we are in Salem, Massachusetts. And we are talking about the Salem witch trials, bitch. Okay? Okay. So, (laughs) we... First of all, this is going to be a two-parter. But in the two parts, we're going to get into the true and the not-so-true crime. The paranormal and hauntings that are experienced even today. And... A fun theory as to why all this mass hysteria may have come about in Salem in 1692. Okay? I am pumped. Let's get into it. I also believe any woman that knows math is a witch. Okay, so you would have fit right in. (laughs) Right? Good day. Right in. Good day. So the Salem witch trials are not obviously the only witch trials that have happened in the world or even just in the United States but it is one of the most infamous so in just a hundred days in the summer of 1692 which Joshua probably doesn't even believe is a real year history is not real (laughs) 20 innocent people were executed in Salem in just a hundred days damn and 200 people were accused, but 20 of them were executed. How many people were accused? 200. Over 200. God. Yep. In Sa- Like, how many people even were in Salem? I can't even... Enough? <laughs> uh, uh, 201? <laughs> I was about to say enough. <laughs> so, no evidence was really even needed to get someone executed during this time I like in this. Salem at least you like it mhm <laughs> so basically if someone was accused that was pretty much it and then their fate was sealed depending on if they pled guilty or not so the accused were actually the ones who had to bear the burden of proving their innocence rather than the accuser showing actual evidence of guilt and we'll kind of get back into that a little bit. How would you even like, I mean, what do you, how would you like prove you're not guilty? That is the question (laughs) of the hour. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That is the question of 1692 because okay, (laughs) the, exactly, there's no answer, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, people came to America from Europe for religious freedom, but as soon as there were accusations of witchcraft, aka a different religion, I mean, nowadays at least it's seen as a religion, the people were persecuted and then potentially even executed. So, luckily, this was a turning point for separation of church and state in the United States. (laughs) But... For one, the cost was almost two dozen lives. And for two, do we even still have a separation of church and state? I don't fucking no. know. No. 
Mm-mm. You heard it here, folks. From the most reliable source. Me. The Tipsy Taze. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we really don't, but... Why do I have story. to pay taxes and Jesus doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Get him down here. <laughs> he has to answer to these crimes. <laughs> so, obviously, this was, like, how many fucking years ago? Almost 400 over 300 that's for sure more than 16 i'll tell you that 16 what years ago (laughs) (laughs) you are you are correct (laughs) (sighs) well there's a lot of stuff that actually happened during this time so we're not going to get into all of it but we're going to talk a little bit about the history and some facts of the witch trials so, this all kind of started in 1689. There's this guy, Reverend Samuel Paris. He was ordained as the village's first minister. Period. But, there was some controversy around him because he was known as being kind of a greedy guy and he was like very strict and rigid with like religion and all that shit. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, back in the 1600s, how they were, <laughs> and also, which I did not know this, there was the King William's War going on in the region, which apparently what the spread, fuck is that? It spread throughout like Canada and like the northern U.S. I don't know, which is kind of weird because. I feel like we don't ever hear about that. Right. I've was, never even heard of that. Yeah, but it was going on. So there was a lot of tension in the village, which Salem was a village at this time, folks. Fuck okay? up. So there was a lot of tension between the families due to disparities between them, like money and land and things like that. Because there were mm-hmm. some people like Reverend Paris who had more of that stuff. Versus other people who were not so well off, you know? And, of course, we also have to remember that this was the 17th century. So, the belief that the devil was very real and very present. And that the devil was actively trying to turn the Puritans against God. Was like... A real threat at the time to these people. Mm. Mm. (laughs) So, when all these issues were going on between the people of Salem, it was easy to blame the devil. And (laughs) it was easy for the people of Salem to believe that it was literally the devil. That was that work. I mean, it it, it was. <laughs> a good day. It, it clearly was. Satan himself, he came to little Salem Village. I believe it. You know what? I mean, if it was the 1600s, I probably would believe it too. Well, it never happened. History's not real. Well, yes. And there's Josh's <laughs> take. 
Right. <laughs> so, to no one's surprise, I'm sure, of course, Reverend Paris's daughter, Betty, and his niece, <laughs> Abigail Williams, were the first to start the accusations in this witch trial, okay? So, with tensions already so high and the fear of the devil working its way through Salem, it definitely was not hard to convince people that other members of the community were witches. <laughs> which inevitably meant they were evil witches, clearly. Mm-hmm. And... Betty and Abigail, they were aged 9 and 11. Hashtag 9-11, never forget. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Wait, that brings me back to, and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Everyone, you must excuse Joshua because he's had Everclear tonight. <laughs> A hundred and ninety proof. <laughs> so they started <laughs> Betty and Abigail, they were nine and eleven. They started Okay, sorry everyone, my dog needed to come in the room. Um anyway, <laughs> so Betty and Abigail, nine and eleven, nine eleven, you know. They <gasps> started acting hysterical and quote-unquote possessed one night in 1692 okay and madonna had just turned 16 yes her it was her sweet 16 (laughs) and she went out with the girlies and got mistaken for a witch okay and good day It's not really known why they decided to do all of this, like, act possessed and all this shit on their own. Like, did they come up with it themselves? Did their, like, dad slash uncle put them up to it in order to start the witch hunt? And another thought is, were they literally just being kids and they were playing, but they had to come up with some excuse so that they did not get in trouble? Because back then, you couldn't just, like, act like that and have, have like, fun and be, like, dancing around. It wasn't allowed because anyone who did that was thought to be into like witchcraft or something or that they weren't a good puritan and it was punishable to just act like basically a kid right mm-hmm. i'm sure we acted even worse as kids I'm yeah sure. you were horrible <laughs> oh, yeah i was <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> so some believe it was mental health or epilepsy so that they were Epilepsy. literally having seizures, but <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's kind of called into question because it happened to both of them at the same time. So it was that's thought fucking to, me up. It was thought to not actually be like a physical thing, 
Because I happened to both of them at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> others believe, this one's kind of fucked up, but they believe it might be in response to physical abuse. Yeah. What like, kind of abuse? Like from the dad, I don't know, physical abuse, sexual abuse, probably all together. I mean, it was literally the 1600s. I'm That's sure true. this... I mean, people at, like, 13 were getting married. Girls at 13 were getting married off to men in, like, their 30s or something. Ew! Yeah. Um, There, I mean, there's, like, a shit ton of theories, right? So, and at the end of part two, we'll talk about my favorite theory. But... Favorite theory? It's... Kind of partially been debunked, but not really. <laughs> but yeah, it's my favorite theory of why they all went into like mass hysteria. So, regardless of why, because of these girls' behavior, the doctors were actually called out, um, like, you know, to examine them and make sure they weren't having seizures. And eventually, this guy named Dr. William Griggs declared the girls bewitched. Because that's what doctors did back in the 1600s. You know? Like, you don't have an answer, they're bewitched. Or, you know, doctors back then would, like, prescribe cocaine or something, right? Good. Like, (laughs) and I'm here for it. Um, and then there was this other girl who was age 12. Her name was Ann Putnam Jr. And at the same time that Betty and Abigail were going through their fits, Ann Putnam was also going through similar fits. And she was also declared bewitched by doctors. Ugh. Could you imagine you go to the doctor with like... A fucking seizure, and they're like, "Well, I think you're just bewitched, man." I think you're a witch. <laughs> like, what do you do with that? You're like, um, I need, I need a second opinion, right? <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm taking a drink. So, excuse, excuse the pause. But I need this for the rest of the story. Because it's fucked up. And good day. Alright. So these girls, they're literal kids. But I guess technically they're probably almost old enough to be married off at this time. Yes. So when they were under questioning by the magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Haythorne, the girls blamed it, their fits, whatever, because they were declared bewitched, they blamed it on the family's indigenous slave. (gasps) Are we shocked? (laughs) (laughs) No. Her name was Tichuba. What was her name? Tichuba. (gasps) Uh... 
the voodoo house slave. I have heard about Tichaba. It was yeah. on American Horror Story Coven. Oh, that makes sense because it's witchcraft. And good day. And good day. Hey, oh, sorry you guys. One second. Hey, oh. Oliver, can you <laughs> shut your fucking mouth? <laughs> I literally so, looked behind me like I was like, oh, there's a cat behind me. I don't have a cat. <laughs> he is, I love him to death, but he is up. He is just bugging me right now. He's a sweet boy. <gasps> He's drawn to the story because it's about witches. He's a witch. <gasps> oh, no. Blasphemous. <laughs> I almost burped. <laughs> so... They blame Tichuba, and they also blame two other women, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne. So, <clears throat> this is interesting. Tichuba, the slave, actually pled guilty, and she even confessed to being in cahoots with the devil, and that actually saved her life. What? Except. She was just sold off again as a slave. So, <laughs> God, I I am only laughing, you guys, because what the fuck? Yeah, like <laughs> what? Else, I mean, I don't know what did what was expected. I don't know. Is it was literally before America was even like established. So I'm so mad. <laughs> you can only imagine, but I, they didn't kill her though, which is shocking. In my opinion. She was too powerful. <laughs> probably. She probably put a spell on him. <laughs> She's a witch. And good day. <laughs> so Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne maintain their innocence throughout all of this. And after this initial encounter, there was basically a domino effect to kind of try to deflect attention and also to eliminate enemies and obtain land and money from them. So it gets it gets kind of tricky, okay? The special court of Oyer and Terminer those mean something. I don't remember what they mean. It's like <laughs> hearing and I don't know, deciding or something. Anyway, it was established in May by Governor Phipps and then the first witch, quote-unquote witch, because they weren't actually witches, but the first witch to be hanged was Bridget Bishop on June 10th. Bridget Bishop? Yeah. BB. BB, bareback. (laughs) And basically, the reason she was accused was because people didn't like her. Because she was known as a loose woman Me. And, and a petty thief. Or <laughs> it was more in the sense where like she didn't like to pay her bills on things. <laughs> like people would do stuff for her and she'd be like, mm, I forgot I forgot my wallet or something. That is me. <laughs> But that's why she became a target for false accusations. So a lot of these things can, like, just be traced back to, like, who these people were as, like, their personality. And you can figure out, like, oh, they were accused because of this. Not because they really were a witch, but because people didn't like them, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And at this point, pretty much any accusation was being used as evidence, and spectral evidence was being used to hand out death sentences. So Mm -mm. this means that if people were saying or acting as if they were being attacked by unseen forces, (laughs) aka they could literally say, this person's spirit hurt me, it was used as actual evidence. (laughs) And people were literally being hanged for it. Oh, oops. Oops. Oopsies. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> My bad. And also, let's not forget that the accusers were often children. And honestly, that doesn't make me sad. I hate kids. <laughs> no, they were they were the ones that were accusing people and getting them hanged. Uh, you know what? Is more of a reason to hate those motherfuckers. <laughs> True. <laughs> Kids suck. <laughs> it's true. So, like, just to tie it all together, also, the accusations were often ridiculous. So there were, like, accusations of people sending ghost pigs to their <laughs> house. There were accusations of people being bitten and attacked by the specter of their accuser, which is like... Or... Not their accuser, but, like, the specter of the person that they were accusing. So, they would just say, this person came and attacked me in spirit form. (laughs) (laughs) And they would also say that they were being attacked or visited in dreams. (laughs) And then, of course, there was, like, you know, people accusing them of using, like, voodoo dolls. Not really voodoo dolls, but, like, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And just all of that kind of stuff where basically there was no like physical evidence for any of it, you know? Mm-hmm. But all of it was used as evidence as well as stuff like strange markings on the skin because they were seen as signs of the devil or marks of the devil and even, this is my favorite, teats for <gasps> demons to suckle from. My teats! <laughs> not my teats. <laughs> not my voluptuous teats. <laughs> Don't look at my demons. Don't look at my teeties. <laughs> my teeties. <laughs> my teeties. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you you were screwed. Like if you were accused, you were screwed, right? Mm-hmm. So after the special court was founded, um, there's this minister, his name is Cotton Mather, and while he was in favor of the witch trials, he did kind of try to talk some sense into people Mm -hmm. by saying like, hey, maybe we shouldn't use spectral evidence as like the only evidence to kill people, you know, (laughs) like... Maybe we should have actual physical evidence and not just listen to what people are saying. Maybe. Question mark. Yeah, yeah. Question mark, maybe. (laughs) And then, so this guy, 
Cotton Mather. That was his name. And then his father. <laughs> his name was Increase Mather. Which... <laughs> I'm just like, where the fuck did they get any of these names? <laughs> like... They just went down the fucking, like, dictionary or something, and they were like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe like not. Increase? Okay. <laughs> okay, Increase Mather. Anyway, he denounced the use of spectral evidence in court in October. So, remember, all this started in, what, May or something? Mm-hmm. So, it did not take long. And Governor Phipps actually called in October. Oh, spooky season, October. He called for no further arrests of accused witches. <laughs> but his wife at this time also was being accused. So it is also thought that he just did that because he wanted to protect his wife. Because she was being accused of being a witch at this time. <laughs> so, politics have always been corrupt. Let's not forget. In good day. In good day. Regardless, the special court was dissolved. Suspected and imprisoned witches were released. And a new court was established that did not allow spectral evidence. So, you could not say... Oh my god, this bitch is attacking me in my dreams because that would not be allowed. (laughs) It would have to be physical. Good. Yeah. Yes. As all evidence should be. Mm Mm-hmm. But at this point, the witch trials had been going on for 100 days, and 20 of the 200 accused had been executed. And Ann Putnam Jr., who was one of the first people involved in this who started the witch hunt she herself had accused over 60 people and was responsible for 17 of the 20 executions what the fuck yeah so i know this was a long time ago and i'm not gonna go into the history of each of these people but i am gonna give the names of the people that were executed because there's lots of history and if you like go to Salem and stuff they have a lot of monuments and things for all of these people you know cause they're mm-hmm. ashamed of this as they should be and good day um, so here are 19 of the 20 that were executed and these 19 were hanged and that was Bridget Bishop Sarah Good, Rebecca Nurse, Elizabeth Howe, Susanna Martin, Sarah Wilds, George Jacob Sr., Martha Carrier, John Proctor, John Willard, Martha Corey, Mary Eastie, Mary Parker, Alice Parker, Anne Pewditor, Wilmot Red, Margaret Scott, <laughs> Draymond Green. (laughs) Samuel (laughs) Wardwell Sr. And Reverend George Burroughs. So, fun facts about a few of these people. When Sarah Good was executed, she cursed Reverend Noyes, 
who was one of the interrogators, he was basically, like, asking her to, like, plead guilty or whatever, you know. Um, and she cursed him by saying, quote, I am no more witch than you are wizard, and if you take my life, God will give you blood to drink, end quote. <gasps> guess what? He what? He ended up dying by a brain aneurysm and choked on his own blood. What? Yeah. <gasps> That is wild. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes, queen. And as for Reverend George Burroughs, so he was basically accused because people at the time were looking to find the literal, like, physical devil of himself in Salem because they literally thought the actual devil was walking through the streets. And... You know, with all their hysteria, they just, they found him and they were like, okay, you're the guy. Well, this, this fucking poor guy, okay? (laughs) What actually happened is he had borrowed money from the Putnam family. (laughs) And Putnam Jr., ring a bell, the Mm -hmm. accuser. He had borrowed money Mm. from that family over 10 years ago and had never paid it back. So they basically just targeted him for that. Shit people. Yeah. Um, but the thing about this guy, Reverend, he was a fucking reverend. Like, how do you let a witch become a reverend? I don't know. Don't so, you worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but this is where people kind of got a little skeptical. They started thinking a little bit more because... When he was being executed, hanged, he Mm -hmm. loudly recited the Lord's Prayer. But the problem is, back then, they thought people who were quote-unquote witches or, like, people working for the devil, they were like, those people cannot recite the Lord's Prayer. But this guy did. Mm -mm. So it started to raise some doubts. But, regardless, the trial still continued for a little while. Um, so, I gave you the 19 names of the 20 that were executed. And they were all hanged. All 19 of those were hanged. But, we had this one guy who was not hanged. And his name was Giles Corey. And he met a much worse fate. Oh. So, this guy, he was an elderly guy. He owned a lot of land. And he was accused of witchcraft. <gasps> his his wife, Martha Corey, was one of the 19 that were hanged. <laughs> but this guy refused to admit guilt or to proclaim innocence. And so he was tortured to death. So this oh was, my god! Yeah, this was like a loophole in the justice system because <laughs> back then it was like if you if you admit you're guilty, you're not. I I don't know if you were like free to go, quote unquote. I mean, Tichuba, the 
slave was just then sold back into slavery after she admitted admitted quote unquote to mm-hmm. witchcraft but like it was just kind of a thing where like if you admitted to it you weren't put to death I don't really know what happened to you if you did admit to it but you weren't executed but if you proclaimed your innocence but then were found guilty you were executed so Giles Corey kind of went through this loophole where he just didn't say anything he um, just wouldn't talk he wouldn't say if he was guilty he wouldn't say if he was innocent and so instead he was just slowly crushed to death by a bunch of heavy stones (laughs) (laughs) yeah not a good way to go but no to be fair this he was not perfect so <laughs> when the witch trials the witch hysteria all started he was all for it and then his wife was accused of witchcraft and he believed that his wife was actually a witch and then guess what he was accused and then he realized hmm Maybe this is not <laughs> true. Maybe this ain't real. <laughs> and when his wife, Martha Corey, was still alive, <laughs> she tried to discourage him from his support of the witch trials because she could see through it. And she was like, no, this is this is hysteria. Like, these people are acting crazy. No one hears a fucking witch. She was, like, the only person... Yeah, yes. Luda. Like... Luda! (laughs) She was, like, the only person back in fucking Salem Village who was like, "Mm, maybe this is not true, you know? (laughs) But then they both were accused, and they both were executed. However, Giles Corey remained mute throughout his interrogation so that his property and all of his like you know fortune and whatever would not go to uh, basically how the law was was like it would go to the crown which <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what that means back then like in Salem Massachusetts who the fuck was the crown I don't know or Actually, we weren't even the United States, so it probably literally would go back to like whoever was yeah. the queen, the king and queen of England or whatever. Ooh. Um, so he remained silent so that it would stay with his family. And Gross. they tried to torture words out of him, a confession, or for him to proclaim his innocence. But guess what he replied with? He was like, K-K-T-T-Y-L-B-R-B, and he never showed back up. <laughs> he said, BRB, I gotta, I gotta go on a smoke break. Yeah! <laughs> BRB, don't mind me, T-T-Y-L. <laughs> no, bitch. He replied with more weight. What? <laughs> yeah. When the sheriff, George Corwin, asked if he would go for a plea... And, like, just say that he was, like, guilty and then he would get out of it. He said, more weight. <laughs> more. So they just kept putting rocks on him and then he died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, 
he was just crushed to death for two days. Thank good. But guess what he did do before his dying breath? What? He issued a curse. <gasps> no! <laughs> on the sheriff. The, take it up with the chief of police! <laughs> <laughs> the witch... The witch chief of police. Yes! No, but listen. He issued a curse on the sheriff and the village, saying, quote, I curse you all in Salem too. End quote. Uh, and guess what? Salem curse, was cursed. It was, because his curse... <laughs> And his ghost are said to still haunt Salem today. And let me tell you, I'm almost done. Um, this is part one, okay, bitches? We still have a lot to go through. But this is big because since that curse that Giles Corey put on Salem, Massachusetts, every single high sheriff has died while in office or has had to retire early due to heart or blood diseases. Why would you take the job? Uh, 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 a good day. A good day. And that only happened until the year 1991 when uh. they moved the sheriff's office out of Salem. And guess what? That's like the, what, 300-year anniversary of the witch trials? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Bitch, this is, this is fucking me up. Yeah, and Giles' ghost is still seen wandering around Salem, especially before bad things happen. So especially. Is, especially. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh my god, is that Giles? Is that, is that, is that my man Giles? What up, G-Man? Yeah, what up, G-Man? That's you, man. <laughs> so, he is seen before bad things happen. He is mostly seen on the exact spot where he was crushed to death, which <laughs> R.I.P. Giles, mm-hmm. right? Good day. But in 1914, his spirit was seen right before the Great Fire of Salem, where a third of the city burned, <gasps> and the fire started in a building close to the gallows site, which is where many of the victims were executed. <laughs> It's crazy. I am... <sighs> I cannot believe this. Yeah. It's, it's wild. So, there's a lot of info surrounding Giles, his death, and his curse, and his spirit that live on. But... And his spirit! <laughs> this is where we're gonna end, but this is also where public opinion started to really shift about these witch trials which is a good thing so on september 22nd which is just three days after the torturous death of giles the last victims of the salem witch trials were hanged (gasps) and that's where we're gonna end part one of the salem witch trials because they're is a lot more because Salem is one of like the most haunted places on earth and I know for mm-hmm. a fact that I need to visit and Same. I am trying to get Josh to go with me on a friendcation 
I will. I I will. I have never said no. Because I think that would be our like chef's It'd be amazing. Vacation. Yes. Just me and you going to these spooky places. And next week or next episode, it's like two weeks from now, I guess. We will go over all of the main hauntings of the area and it's just wild. Like I've already started looking into the places that I'm researching, you know. And did you guys just hear Taylor just pour so another many. drink? Yeah, you probably did. <laughs> and I did. And I did. It's only nine thirty PM. I don't gotta work till one thirty tomorrow. So uh, I'm I gotta myself. be there. Uh, uh, and good day. And good day. Listen, folks, it is spooky season. It is October 1st. And we will finish out our October series with the ending of Salem. And then we will start in November with the truest true crime there ever uh-huh. was. And everyone and just have a fantastic Stay safe out there. Listen, we have an Octo we have a Friday the thirteenth in October. It's like the spookiest year of all. Okay? So we're all very mm-hmm. excited. Good day. And we will see you next time. This is the tipsy taste as you Bye guys. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell.